No, that's a... Jazz... That's a terrible idea. No, it's fantastic. That's all you have to say. The title screen comes up and you just say it. No, we're not doing... Oh, hey, uh... <laughs> hey, welcome back to, uh... Unseen Underground Podcast. Chaz and I took a... Another temp job as... Admin. So, you know, we're... We're like... Running ads and coming up with... Slogans for products and... All that crazy stuff. And... We're just kind of debating... Over this new... Yeah, it makes total sense. So... The stupid game's called... Castle Full of Vampires. And the slogan's gonna be... Okay, have you fought your way out of Castle Full of Vampires? No? Then shut up. No, it's needlessly aggressive. We don't have to be that aggressive. Let's not stoop to that level. Oh, because yours is much better. What is it? Stu- some stupid like, Hey, you should play this game. It's pretty fun. Mm. No, it wasn't going to be that. Probably something worse. All right, let's just focus on a different product for right now. Yeah, this vampire game is really bringing out the beast in me. Oh, I know. Hey, check this one out. What? Is that a mop in your pocket or yet? No, that that is a mop in your pocket. It's my pocket mop. That's my new campaign. What's the uh, what's the product? It's a uh, po- pocket mops. Huh. Yeah. Well, what's the slogan you got so far? It's uh, just mopping around. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. What's that? Oh, this one. Yeah, uh, we just got this one in the mail today. This is really exciting. Doubt it. It's the Lil Jerks uh, My First Appendectomy Kit. Uh, it says for emergency use only. It looks like a potato with a pouch. You are not wrong. It says you're supposed to use these plastic tongs to get the potato's appendix out. It could come in handy, though. I mean, you never know when you're going to be at a restaurant somewhere and somebody needs an emergency appendectomy. I would hope that somebody would be smart enough to uh, call an ambulance and not let a child operate on me using plastic tongs. I have a very dense hide. Oh, I wanted to ask, what did you come up with for that cologne commercial that we were supposed to pitch? I'm on it. Here, let me grab it from my bag real quick. Okay, this is for the cologne Guess Who, and Chaz uh, took this one on himself. He wrote it all by himself, uh, so I'm equally nervous and excited to hear what he came up with. Okay, so we start with a man standing on the beach. He's frolicking. We get a tight close-up of his face. Mm Mm-hmm. As a pair of white-gloved hands close over his eyes. Mm-hmm. He has an immediate smile on his face when an old-timey silent film title card comes up and it says, Guess who? Okay, hold on, hold on one second. White-gloved hands? Why are they white-gloved hands? L- let me just finish the pitch and it'll make itself clear. Okay, because I have chills just listening to this. Like, I have a lingering sense of dread and terror, which is not what we want to communicate to people. So please tell me this changes direction. It does drastically okay that doesn't make me any more comfortable just go ahead okay so we got the white gloved hands over the eyes the title card comes up and says guess who his smile turns slowly into a face of recognition and then horror as his bottom lip starts to tremble oh god and we know that he's guessed who we then cut to a product shot of the perfume on a pedestal on the beach as a mystery figure shovels sand in the background. All right, that's it. No, no, we can't do any of that. This is terrifying. Like, I, I'm, how am I going to go home and go to sleep tonight? 
It's challenging. If these yahoos want simplicity, they can tune into any other dumb product, but it's not going to be mine. Okay, uh, is lunch ready yet? Yeah, let me grab it from the uh, stove. Chaz made some sort of a special soup that his grandma used to make him. Um, it smelled interesting, I'll say that much. I'm, I'm kind of scared to see what it is, of course, but uh, I'm pretty hungry, so I'll try Here it. Here it is. Uh, here's yours, and here's here's mine. Uh, this is my grandma's special lasagna soup. Wow, that's um, it's that's strange, but it's way more normal than I was afraid it was going to be. Actually, it doesn't look too bad. Those are, however, full-on lasagna noodles in that bowl of soup. Here's your spoon. Yeah, how am I how am I supposed to eat these noodles with a spoon? Pretty good, isn't it? Oh God! Oh, it's it's super super wet and spicy. Yeah. Is that lemongrass? Yeah, a little bit of fish oil. Oh God! Yeah, combine that with the uh uh marinara sauce. Yeah, think of it as like a tom yum lasagna soup. Yeah, I didn't expect it to get any any worse. Um, hey, anyway, we have a new apology from uh, Teddy Faley. You want to play the the thing? The thing we got? The thing with him? Yeah, I'll play the thing. One second. All you sinners out there, arise. Ye have come to the light. We welcome you. Get ready to hear the words of our true Savior. The one. The illuminate. Teddy. Faith. This is the worst one yet, Chaz. What are you doing? I'll be honest. I've just been kind of outsourcing these to people I've met along the way at my temp job. Just hit play. I mean, I'm in a zone right now, so... Oh, I'll do it. Hey, Steve. Hi. It's Teddy Faley. Um, this week, I want to apologize to uh, old bitch-ass Chris, who I slumped out back in the day for being an old snitch-ass motherfucker. Uh, maybe you should have kept my name out of your motherfucking mouth. I apologize that you didn't. Um, I apologize that uh, when you told me you ain't have time to fight, I cleared that schedule real quick. Uh, I do apologize for uh, stomping you out to the rhythm of uh, money cash hoes. Um, I guess additionally so, I apologize for reciting the hook uh, as I uh, stomped you out. Um, I apologize. You didn't have the, uh, you didn't have the, the world view and perspective to realize that keeping my fucking name out your motherfucking mouth when you was talking to certain people uh, wasn't something that would be important to you. Uh, I apologize for introducing you to the uh, the magic that is a mid afternoon nap in the middle of a parking lot. Um, in any case, this has been Teddy Failey's Apology Corner. You guys have a great day. Boy, I kind of feel bad for old bitch-ass Chris. Yeah, just remember old, old Chris whenever you're thinking about the lighter that you took from Teddy that he's been trying to get off you for like a month. I mean, think about that. I guess he'll have to come at me then. Anyway, the next episode is about to premiere right now. We interview, well, Steve interviewed. I'm still not allowed to interview anyone, but we'll see. That'll change, I'm sure. Um... 
Steve interviews Insomniac. Insomniac's a great producer. Yeah, he's a, he's a fantastic producer living in South Jersey. Um, take a listen to the episode. We go into a lot of stuff. We got demons in here. We got weirdo phone apps that will haunt your life. We got some crazy magnets. It's crazy intense. No topic is off limits. As usual, that is the Unseen Underground promise. Never really made that promise. You usually just talk about whatever the person wants to talk about. Welcome back to the Unseen Underground podcast. Um, Today, we have Insomniac. And Insomniac is... A very, very incredible beat maker out of Jersey, right? Yep, South Jersey. And how long? <laughs> Always got to differentiate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> the, the the southern part of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And um, how long have you been producing? Um, that's actually a funny question. Um, strangely enough, because it's a very straightforward one. Um, but I I first started uh, messing around with sounds and making beats when I was like. Around 1920, um, years and years ago, um, maybe it's till like my late 20s with like Fruity Loops. I think it was version three at the time, Acid and such. Um, you know, tried to make music, and then for years nothing happened. For years I just stopped. Was you know whatever, and um, just got back in um, maybe 2019 or so is when I got a laptop and started making beats again. So recently speaking, about about three, four years um, since I kind of picked it back up and started getting back. Yeah. And you just released a new song today. Yes, yes. I um, I actually had two different uh, things released today um, on Bandcamp, at least. They're still scheduled for streaming. They'll probably be out uh, around one, you know, whatever. I don't know when this comes out, but they'll be dropping in April. And so it's like, yeah, an EP and a single today. It's been an exciting day. It always feels great to clear out the closet of what you got. Uh, the Echoes EP is from today also. I didn't realize that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, really nice. that's, yeah, thank you. That's like something that's been in the works for a while. Um, I've got like the second one pretty much lined up. That's a series that's really fun for me. Um, to kind of stretch out. And I learned a lot from uh, trying to incorporate different styles of music into a hip-hop say, philosophy this has a very cosmopolitan feel to it yeah, <laughs> that's excellent worldly yes i wanted it to feel like you're traveling around the world and as the series continues i absolutely want to represent every corner of the world um at some point in time through history that's great and and then the other song midnight it very industrial feel to it yes and that's something that um that happened right around when i was starting to try to get real with making beats and really get inspired which was the start of quarantine um that was really like the ignition point for me as it was with so many other people where you're like okay now i really gotta get you know who knows the world might be ending right now so let's uh let's uh let's do what we want to do yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. so i reached out at that point to um lucinian who um as i as i tweeted about uh i used to go when i was early 20s Used to go to clubs in Philly, saw him frequently. He would be emceeing the drama bass rooms and whatnot at different events. And he's like a global person. He's a he's a real, you know. Sure. Um, so reaching out to him to get him on a track was like, oh my goodness. And um, so that track, when you hear it, um, it's from around 2020. Um, and yeah, like uh, it has that kind of 
we were living in a really tumultuous situation. Uh, me and my girlfriend, uh, we were in this room that kind of set the tone for the scariness of this episode, I guess you could say. Um, this red room. It was painted like fire engine red. Um, with There was literally a fire station across the street. We're in South Philly. Um, you know, you get sirens and like flashing lights in the middle of the night. And there was like all sorts of like Various unrest happening in South Philly at the time, which is not funny, but I, you know, don't want to get too deep into it. But like, it kind of caused that tumultuous feel that you hear in that track. Um, and and so that's kind of, I was just looking through stuff like, let me just get these things out. Let me just release these. And, you know, I like them. <laughs> yeah. No, it sounds great. Did anything uh, creepy happen in this red room? <laughs> Well, yeah, that's a good question. Um, not to me. Um, okay. We were there for maybe four or five months. Um, then we moved to Jersey where we are now um, and and where the uh, stuff I'll be chatting about uh, occurred. But um, in that place, uh, my girlfriend, um, a previous roommate she had before I was living there, um, was very, um, there was a lot of intensity going on, a lot of, um yelling and such not to you know i don't want to call anybody out or you know be too specific but sure. it was a very tumultuous emotionally um situation she was living in as she experienced um before we met she experienced things about um things moving off of shelves um huh. hearing the sound books are on the floor across the room things like that um, we were just talking about it because I was asking her, like, uh, before this, asking her, like, you know, how much can I talk about? And she was saying, like, um, don't necessarily call it poltergeist because that's, like, a very specific, like, diagnosis or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's it, You know, it comes with a whole set of expectations or demands to, for, like, proof or whatever. But, like, it was, you know, she had experienced, and, um, she had experienced things moving like that. And um, she is generally somebody who amplifies energy and um, I think attracts energy like that. Mm. She's uh, like That's a witchy right. person. She's like um, into, you know, some some level of like rituals and tarot cards and, and crystals and this and that, So, sure. which I enjoy and appreciate. Um, so yeah. she kind of draws in things, I think. Um, when me and my girlfriend, uh, Rin, I'll call her, uh, rather than say my girlfriend every time, because oh, that would be funny. Um, <laughs> anyway, when me and Ren moved into where we are now, um, this is a house that's owned by my family um, and that I've lived in before. Um, so I was used to it before. Nothing happened there when I was living there before for a few years. Um, back in like the mid, like 2010s or whatever. Um, moved back here in like, you know, late 2020, whatever. Um, anyway, so there has been a, a recurring thing in the kitchen of uh, particularly magnets moving, um, which we have not seen in action, literally. However, like, she's extremely, like, tidy and clean and, like, clean the heck out of the place we and this, that, and the other. Um, we do have a cat, Junior Kittens. Shout out to Junior Kittens. <laughs> um, but... Um, We've had situations multiple times where we've been in the living room. Junior Kins is in the living room. He's chilling with us. Um, okay, then we go back into the kitchen. Oh, there's a magnet in the middle of the floor 
like in front of the sink, like whatever, just chilling there. There was something we had never seen before. It was like a souvenir from when my sister lived here with her kid, um, things like that. So, yeah, you know, minor things like that. There was um, one situation where my cat, again, my cat, um, he's not like a scaredy cat. Like he, he's lived with several different cats. He's not a cat to all of a sudden flip out. Some cats are more susceptible for that. Sure. Um, so he he's just chilling in his box. He has, you know, of course, cats have their little cardboard boxes they love. Yeah. And he was just chilling there. And um, we're sitting on the couch and all of a sudden just jumps up like, what happened? Like something like as if something confronted or attacked him, right. um, leaps up from the from the box, um, is acting all scared, um, backs away from nothing in front of him, um, and kind of like is, you know, spooked out for a little bit for like an hour or two, thankfully chilled out. But like, mm-hmm. it's just kind of, we've had a vague uh, sense of things being around the kitchen in the living room area. And um, this, this kind of, uh, so it's like, okay, you know, minor level, things happening and um we've had a lot of interesting dreams too like um like uh we had we experienced we ran into who might have been the same person in in our dreams one night okay Um, he was kind of a hipster dude um he (laughs) he was uh i forget his outfit exactly but he was done up and um he criticized my music a lot and I was trying to play a keyboard and he was like, it's wrong. And I was like, I don't know how to play this. But, um, <laughs> one, the one dream in particular I'll point out, um, like, like I generally speaking, I'm agnostic when it comes to spiritual beliefs or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I just want to be right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, if I don't choose a side, I'm good. No. Um, cause I really don't think we know enough. Um, or can perceive it all. But like agreed. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, I'm just like undecided. But um right. but one thing that always makes me creeped out more than anything is the concept of demons. Um mm-hmm. I was baptized Catholic, I was kind of raised Catholic, didn't do confirmation mm-hmm. or anything, but it's still kind of there. Um and so one thing that's the thing that creeps me out more than anything because that's like the whole concept of losing control which I think is a very... No, I get excited in any horror movie or scary yes. story where somebody's like, you know, like, oh, you think it's like a haunted house and then someone's like, that's no ghost. You know, yes. like, that's a demon. Yes. Because it, it's just up. like, it's like instead of being like, all right, this is a lost soul that the right. protagonist is going to like help out <laughs> along the way. It's like, no, they're nope. there to like fuck mm-hmm. you up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And they're ancient. They have some weird right. name that's kind of cool, but also sounds like a prescription medication. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're Thirty like, milligrams of Pazuzu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no! Right, right, right. And and it really, I think the concept of demons really makes a person confront what not only like obviously you could just be like, oh, that's a story, but at the same time, part of your subconscious is like what do I believe in regards to my susceptibility to manipulation by outside forces? Like, I think that's what demons represent the most is the fact that we can all be tricked. We can all be spun around. We can all be fall into bad habits or something. Long story short, um, I had a dream maybe a couple months ago and the dream was like, 
I was investigating or part of an investigation about a demon. And it was like this, um, it was trying to communicate or something like, like that. And it, <laughs> it sent a letter, you know, they're very nice and proper. <laughs> so I got this, I was like, oh, let me open this letter from a demon. And it was almost like uh, in my dream, it almost looked like that Batman panel where from like the 60s where it's like, I must become, you know, agent of the night. It was very, might have been from the 30s. Anyway, I love Batman. So I read this letter. uh, And, you know, in your dream, it's hard to read, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I get this letter from the demon. I open up the scroll or the letter or whatever. And this is disturbing, just a warning. But um, the letter from the demon was exactly what you'd expect what you might expect because it didn't have any pleasantries or any flowery prose. It simply said, die, 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 like mm. X number of times. Yeah, like right. that was literally the only communication that the demon would need to send yeah. because that's the only intent they would have is, sure. to, is to wreak havoc. So I woke up from that dream, go out to the kitchen and we have on our refrigerator, we have these magnets that are probably like uh, two inch by three inch movie poster magnets. The whole back of them is magnetized. Like it's mm-hmm. not like just a little flimsy like paper thing. It's a laminated thick. Right. Yeah, we like hang, put pictures on them and stuff. Yeah. And we have several um, like vintage movie magnets, like the thing and stuff. And um, mm-hmm. walk out into the kitchen at like six in the morning or whatever. And the fridge is about like four, four to five feet away from the sink. Yeah, I walk in and one of the refrigerator magnets that was on the front of the refrigerator is um, on the floor in front of the sink uh, with a picture of my nephew uh, there as well because the magnet was holding up the picture. That's how, you know, that's how solid it was. That's how strong these magnets are. Yeah. You open the refrigerator door a thousand times, they don't move, they don't budge. Um, You push them and they kind of just stay there. So yeah, I walk out and there's this uh, magnet on the floor with this picture. Um, The magnet is for the movie called The Demons. (laughs) You know, and and I'm like, all right, come on. (laughs) Yeah. Too early for the, I got to work today, you know, like, come on. You're like looking around. (laughs) We had both gone to a medium recently that my dad and stepmom had recommended. Her name is Aisling, A-I-S-L-I-N-G. She's not sponsoring me or anything. I'm just saying her name because <laughs> um, she's great and she's in South Jersey. But um, and and when uh, Rin, my girlfriend, had gone, uh, she said that there that there is a spirit in the kitchen, uh, but that it's related to. A relative of hers um so that's interesting too um so they're like and and like i've gotten conflicting feelings here like i don't feel anything hugely malevolent but i feel like there's like a lingering negativity but mostly there is is like generally supportive like probably her relatives we're gonna take a break here and listen to the song mystery from the album praxis we'll be right back Oh, 
disturbing thing did happen to her that I did not see but that leads into that next that next thing I had listed that shapeshifter story if, if that's cool to go yeah, into. Got, yeah let's do it yeah yeah and um and even saying that like is a little creepy to me because like you shouldn't talk about that stuff like people are like oh skinwalker don't say that you know and I was like ah oh, anyway well, um is it wait why why should you not talk about it oh um and I don't, I don't think wanna, I know enough about it okay yeah I don't want to be um say anything that's like disrespectful to any tradition or anything like that just from what i have heard and i'm not saying this is officially correct but um i've heard that traditions of of native culture in the west particularly um have words for those type of beings that are taboo that you don't speak gotcha okay um okay. because you can bring it you can evoke it and um honestly that's how i feel about all of this stuff um it's I, I not, feel, knock on wood superstition yes yeah, I, I feel like and I might go into that later but I feel like there's a lot we can evoke with our minds we might not know we're evoking we might it, not I know. think I think at least open ourselves up more and thinking yeah. about it, you know if yeah, not like yeah. channeling something like at yeah. least like you're recognizing something so you might you might be more open for it yeah right right so even looking directly at something so to speak might be right. dangerous right. yeah sure. but um but to get into that story um so to set the stage like i frequently wake up super early in the morning like five or five thirty or six to like i just you know i that's i turns out i'm a morning person i never knew but um i love to wake up early and like mess with music and just like mm -hmm. Everything's quiet. It's a beautiful time. So, so, like, anyway, long story short, I'm in the office, which we have. It's like a spare bedroom. It's like a two-bedroom apartment. Um, so it's right now adjacent to our bedroom. So I'm in the office working on some music and such. It's like 6 in the morning. Um, not to be too suggestive, but I'm in my robe. That's important for a reason. That's the only reason I mentioned that, not to, okay. you know, get everyone worked up too much. Right. But uh, anyway, Sean, I'm in my room at 6 in the morning. I'm just like, whatever, making working on a mix for a thousand times. Anyway, um, after a while, uh, Ren gets out of the bedroom, goes into the bathroom, you know, whatever, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Normal morning. She goes back to the bedroom. I come in, into the bedroom from the office for the first time since I woke up. And um, she 
she's acting weird and and is is a little discombobulated um what happened was while i was in the office while i was in the other room and singing with music um she i came into the bedroom and i was dressed uh. i was dressed i was like wearing clothes like pants and a shirt and that stuff and um she had been sleeping but woke up and interacted with me like that was the thing i made sure to ask because she's never experienced sleep paralysis but you know mm -hmm. you never think whatever sure. it could be something right. um but she spoke we exchanged communication she said like she said that um i was asking her like why aren't you up yet why didn't you get into the shower yet you need to get up like all this type of stuff which is like not how i act but like uh it was like a bad impression of me essentially huh i wish i had experienced an aspect of it, but i experienced nothing i didn't see hear feel anything happening i was in my world in my headphones you know doing my thing but um but yeah she's like no we talked we had like a conversation did she believe you yes yes thankfully. okay all right <laughs> yeah 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 and and that's thankful like i'm glad you touched on that um the belief issue because that to me i've been thinking recently that's the most frustrating part anybody who's had any of these weird experiences or had like in my case a partner who's had a weird experience is that not only do you have to deal with having this weird shit happen you have to deal with People being like, nah. And you're yeah. like, come on, no, I, right. I, I right. was there, I, I saw it. I people are like, no, you're crazy. You were, you were uh, <laughs> spontaneously hallucinating. There you go. Or whatever. <laughs> it's like, oh, that doesn't really happen. Yeah. Okay. Let me posit my own theory here. All yeah. right. Yeah. What if? <laughs> what if? Because you know, a lot of times a poltergeist is like the manifestation of somebody's, you know, state, mm. you know, like a lot of times the podcast yeah. is like somebody's who's living. Yeah. It's they projecting. Activated what, yeah. What, if you, what if you are haunting mm -hmm. your own apartment? Yes. And, and, <laughs> and that's why the demon magnet was on the ground. Cause you know, how would, how would your, your girlfriend's relatives ghost know what you were dreaming mm. about? You know, dude, I like that idea because it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Because honestly, at points, once or twice, she's told me that when I'm not here, she's heard what she thought was me walking in the hallway. Crazy. And, and, you, like, and you know your partner's walk. Right. You can, you like, can just right? six sense. Like, you just yeah. feel like it's them. And, and, like, we do spend a lot of time here. Like, because I work remote. I work at home. So like, right, right. I, you know, I live at home, I work at home, like, you know, we're at home a lot, which the cat loves, but like, sure. you know, um, if we were in the city, if I was like working at a spot, like it would be different, but I do feel, I really am glad you brought that up. Cause that, that seems like that really might be a thing where you can just psychically imprint yourself on a place yeah. to that extent. A recording. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Yes, a recording, a recording, right. and brings mm -hmm. back the electromagnetism to the exactly. magnets, to this, that, and the other EVPs, yeah. etc. 
That's exciting. Ooh, ooh, I'm sorry. I'm excited. I hope I didn't peak. No, no, no. That's but, great. Um, that's good. So, yes, uh, speaking of the shapeshifter idea and concept, that was something that this app, Spirit Falker, that, that I'm like undecided on. I'm currently like whatever one. Um, in fact, I'm glad I reminded myself. I was thinking, let me run this app while we're talking. Nice. So, I'm turning on the Spirit Talker app right now. Um, again, not a paid sponsor, etc. Um, <laughs> but this is so I've I've tried a few different like EVP type of apps, um, sure. and this one is the most satisfying, or it gives the most fun, or complete, or you know whatever interesting responses. Um, and I've run it like, for example, I ran it while I was working. Um, as, as I mentioned before, before we recorded, um, I work in the medical industry and like health insurance. And one time, like I was running it while I was discussing a colonoscopy, colonoscopy benefits for a member. Yeah. And, um, it came up nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, and it was like, it was like, I like your equipment. Are you recording? It was like, use the camera, blah, blah, blah. Um, but occasionally it says there is a shapeshifter. Um, and and again, it's like, you know, to put faith into the app is to do a lot, is to make jump a lot of hoops. Sure, yeah. Um, but, but, ooh, that's such a segue into, speaking <laughs> of apps and proof, um, uh, the app Randonautica, um, which, is, which is something that, uh, me and Rin uh, messed with for a while. It almost became like, okay, well, we ran out of like stuff to look for at one point. It's like, okay, come on. Um, That's but, sort of but, like a it not not quite like geocaching, but it's like it mm-hmm. kind of gives you coordinates to go to. Yes. So okay. the basic concept, um, as I understand it, and thankfully, unlike a lot of apps, they actually have like write ups on their site and such mm-hmm. about like what they base this on. The basic concept is. It's supposed to use some sort of quantum this and that through your phone to identify a concept you're focusing on, an intent, an intention, mm. whatever would be grammatically correct, um, and to find something within your selected range that could represent that, which is a tall order. So little, this is still during quarantine happening. It's a great way to, you know, get outside and like, for one thing, it makes everything magical everything is is like bursting with like potential meaning that you mm-hmm. qualify but um just to run through some basic stories like the very first time we used it i was like let me really believe let me choose to believe now i didn't want to look for something scary because that's scary but and um yeah. so it's like magic hour 5 p.m after work or whatever um we're in this parking lot down the street from where we live and uh i was like okay let me imagine peace because, you know, it's tumultuous time, it's still quarantine happening, everything's crazy. And I imagine myself smiling with confidence, imagining myself kind of positioned like Buddha with a, like, in a, in like a robe, like blue and purple flowers all around me, smiling, content, at peace. Mm-hmm. And okay, so it generated a point like a mile and a half away. And I'm like, okay, whatever. We look at the map, and, and, and for all of these, we never spoke it out loud. We would take turns using each other's phones with the app and we would take turns doing the intent and we would just think it and then we would tell each other once we once appointments generated. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't type it, we didn't write you know, in the phone or anything like that. Um, and so the 
point shit or his mom hit voice like across the street from like a tire place and like whatever um <laughs> as we get closer to the place in like it's in like the next town from where we live you recognize the spot it's a church it's in the backyard of a church where they have a beautiful like contemplative garden type of setup so not only was it the background was it this backyard of this church locally it was the church where my grandparents used to go they're both past where um my granddad would have us visit uh have us meet up every year to in memoriam of my grandmother's passing so it was filled with meaning for me and uh the back of the church you know the spot that was on the gps was um this uh statue of mary surrounded by flowers in these tones wow. in these bloom purple tones magic hour peaceful beautiful the most yes that's that it's like so that was the same the same church that your your grandfather yeah, had yeah. really wow okay yeah it held a lot of meaning to me and i sure yeah i, I was born and um one thing i wanted to mention is i'm interested in results rather than proof even hmm. for me my con one of my concepts i try to stick to if something works use it if it doesn't don't okay and yeah. find something better because i tried posting stories about this stuff the random article subreddit before mm -hmm. and some people are like oh cool that's cool that's cool and um other people are like oh you made that up blah 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 and yeah. like i'm not here to like try to prove something or like you know yeah, i gotcha like because yeah. that's a whole task right right <laughs> i'd rather yeah. just have my experience value it move you, on you become that person and you know right. you <laughs> yeah, don't want to get yeah. down into the mud right and like who even knows and then it's just it's nobody really knows it's all weird stuff exactly it's thrilling so, yes it's, it makes it's things unknown. enjoyable yeah. so one time I was reading stories about people finding money and stuff. I was like, ooh, I'm going to be greedy. I was like, I'm going to imagine gold. I'm going to imagine, like, I'm sitting there again, very similar to the first example, kind of in a, in a pose um, under a tree or whatever, with, like, gold just showering around me, like Scrooge McDuck. Like, you yeah. know, just, oh, gold doubloons everywhere. Mm -hmm. So it generates a point again locally. We, you know, we would just do two, three, five miles, whatever. It's by a river in the park area, and we're like, "Oh, it's pretty." Walking around, we don't see anything apparent. And then, and then, red spots on the ground. These uh, all over the place. It's strewn all over the place on the ground. Mm -hmm. These um, tiny gold confetti, like coins, like like paper, <laughs> like you would buy to celebrate someone's birthday or whatever yeah and and that is a spot uh nearby us on the river where where like people have parties they have gatherings they have family reunions and stuff it's mm -hmm. like a very used area so it makes sense okay some kid had their birthday there and they had like these like gold you know confetti strewn about one time her birthday was coming up she looked for where should we go for a birthday like dinner mm-hmm generate a point in the lobby of an Italian restaurant nearby. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and and this is all just by thinking it. You're not you're not even saying it out loud. There's no speech. Yeah. There's no input of any kind. You just press oh, generate. Wow. Is that what you're supposed to do? Are you supposed to think of something in your yes, head? Yes, you're okay. supposed to like press it and then really think hard about what it is. Okay. And for me I find my whole another one of my general concepts, I guess, is that I believe in belief. I believe 
that if you believe something will work, it's more likely to work. Mm. And I don't know why that is or how to manipulate it or what to call it, but I do believe that there's an aspect of reality that we can push. We can, mm. we can influence a little bit like by focusing. Some of us, I think, can really hold that. Well, I mean, I, th- I, think, I think, you know, part of it, part of it is probably pretty simple, right? In, in that, like, if it's something that you believe in for yourself and you, mm-hmm. you, you believe that it's going to happen, you, you just mm-hmm. take these little steps even subconsciously to actuate, yes. you know, like to make it real. In in terms of something else outside of your control, that's a little bit, you know, more difficult, I think, for my mind to grasp. Yeah. Not to say it's not possible, but but yeah, yeah, I think I think in terms of yourself, yeah, you, you kinda like fuel yourself with your with your own beliefs in a sense. So if you're always yes. if you're always very negative, negative things are gonna come out of it. Yes. Right? Oh have have you had or maybe you've been, oh man, we've all been sometimes. But um I have a friend, I love him, he's what He's like my best friend, but like stereos malfunction around him and electronics and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, not all the time, but enough that's annoying. And he's he's like one of those people who is very more negatively focused. Um, and, and I love him, and he knows that he, he's just a sarcastic dude and shit. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Um, but it is interesting. It always makes me think about that, like the power of intent. That's why that's why I think about Ouija boards. I'm like, it's not about the physical board itself it's about what you do with your mind wait so so things malfunction when he's around yeah or like <laughs> he'll he'll be much more easily upset about things sometimes mm. oh it's just so many times i've witnessed like things just not working right yeah. with him yeah we're gonna take a quick break there and listen to the song the murder of thomas beckett from echoes
I'm gonna have to check this app out though. Dude, yeah, and and if I, if I could tell one more story about it, me and Rin, my girlfriend, started dating like late 2019, right before quarantine. So like, yeah. um, I got her a, a bear not long after. Um, like a stuffed bear, it's cute. He's, he's great, and you know everybody was goofy in quarantine. We came up with all this backstory for him. So he's like, he's like a fancy bear. He's he's um, he runs a top of the line spa. He's got like all these bears giving massages. It's crazy, you know. Spare no expense. <laughs> One time she was like, "Let's bring bear along. Let's see what bear would want." <laughs> it was her turn. She focused her intent on um, what bear would want. The point that generated was like in a uh, shopping center area. The point was in a daycare center across the street from a spa. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this is his perfect spot he could go there he could like hang out get squeezed all day go over run the spa it, it it's like if you could you know pick out yeah. south jersey like a spot where this bear would be comfortable and you're like all right i like that he goes to the daycare center to get the to get the pets and the massage and then he goes to the spa to manage then he runs business. He cracks he, down. Yeah, he's, he's looking at the books. <laughs> I don't know what a bear monsieur name would be, but uh, assume it would be Benji or maybe Clyde. I, I like Clyde. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he tries his best. Well, that's, oh. that's very sweet of him. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like I mentioned before, whether you believe it or not, whether it works or not, quote unquote, it makes things around you feel magical even if you've been there a million times before yeah because you're looking at it with new meaning now or yes possibility i guess yeah yes yes that's interesting i'll definitely check that out It'd at least be a fun day um, so searching for creativity it took us to a, um a, another park spot nearby and it was like a tree with like some memorial to somebody near there and everything it's beautiful um I'm like, okay, you know, it's a tree. That's nice. <laughs> then uh, Rin was researching the type of tree. And she's like, oh, this tree secretes DMT. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the uh, Monstera Furiosa or whatever type of silly name that okay. the, uh, the Latin name that the... Um, oh, it was one... Of, anyway, it's a common tree that, like, it can potentially... You can... Um, distill like dmt from it and this and that so yeah it's like hey that's the creativity tree i searched for musical advice one time and at the time i was really um loving sampling so much that i kind of like issue learning how to compose more mm -hmm. um like i stray away i've done some synth stuff and everything but like i generally stray away from that because it's like i'm not a keyboardist i'm not that gotcha. guy and it took us to just a house nearby a mile and a half away or something. And I was like, oh, this is a house. And um, I looked in the, uh, it's a big house. I looked in the front window and uh, and there was like this big, like nice core keyboard or whatever, <laughs> like in the window, like, oh, this person invested money in their in their hobby. They know what they're doing. Like, it's yeah. probably like a good keyboardist in there. I could probably teach you something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm lazy, Brandon Monica. Good yeah. one. So you didn't knock on the door and ask for some lessons or anything? <laughs> right. That's what I should have yeah. done. Yeah. I was like, the app sent me. They're like, what? 
<laughs> yeah, it keeps it keeps getting visitors from the app. That'd be great. <laughs> now I'm gonna say this last one here uh, is referring to mushrooms, as in not not porcini, not a a different type, a magical type. A couple of three four years ago now, um, I have had you know had taken mushrooms like in various amounts previously nothing you know great times whatever fun times going to concerts mostly when doing that and just you know real fun silly goofy whatever nothing intense because i i've always been scared of this is one of the things that comes back to why i make music and why i'm interested in all this stuff is control like mm. i i one of my biggest fears is losing control i hear that um yeah and and so like i didn't really want that and so like this one time me and my friend like we were like okay we'll just like split an eighth or something like not a lot like mm -hmm. um we ground it up and split it up on two pieces of uh bread with peanut butter mm -hmm. and uh some something must have gone awry with the dispersal of the caps and stems or something gotcha. because um, I was way more affected than they were. Yeah. And um and and like I said, like I had done mushrooms before, was I'd done acid before DMT. Mm -hmm. uh, no wait, didn't do DMT DXM, like, you know, things before. Like I was experienced with doing shit. And um no, it was it was that was the only time, thankfully the only time, um I really experienced what I could call ego death or ego loss. And for me, it was like visually speaking, um, mostly I was closing my eyes, but, but it was visually speaking, it was based on like sacred geometry that you might see and like um, like patterns, graphs, sure. patterns. But to me, that's what expressed it to me because that's what I am familiar with because right. I, I work with Ableton. It's basically a graph um, it was expressing things to me in terms of like that program, like, mm -hmm. like at one point, like, um, so I, I, I came to the feeling that what one might call God creator organizer, whatever is, is, is the rules is math is the underlying, you know, construction. It was harsh in ways too, because, you know, of course I was like, oh, I'm real fucked up. Let me like ask the big questions. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, what's the meaning of life and stuff? And like, uh, the things that were coming up to me was um, being a good community member, being a good neighbor, being the best version of yourself you can be. You can try to be the best version of you you can be. If you're predisposed toward X, Y, and Z, maybe try doing X, Y, and Z. You know, mm -hmm. I'm drawn to artistic stuff, even if it's not like you know super luxurious you know money wise or whatever i do feel for people who are drawn toward a certain thing and don't want to do it or feel like yeah. they shouldn't do it or like and and you know what i i've always kind of felt that we all have this basic understanding of the answers but they only kind of pop out to us when it's when you're you're looking for them or when somebody says them in a really you know interesting way you know or if you read it in a book or and you you connect the metaphors together but all you know, all this stuff we we kind of know it, at least in some right. part of us, you know, to yes. like just be yourself. But that doesn't always yes. apply to every situation. You yes, know, it, it's we like, know what to do. Exactly, exactly. It's like, oh, who's weight? You just died in exercise. It's like, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, well, like 
one but if of you, the if you said it in a different way <laughs> right <laughs> you know like, oh yeah okay oh yeah i know yeah <laughs> like um one of the things that came to me during this question thing was like and and i i have a little bit of a hippie experience background from going to philly folk festival for years but like uh one of the things was like man all those hippie new age things man they're totally right they're totally right they're just like <laughs> peace love community society but yeah. then of course all that goes weird in the real world you know but whatever but like just as far as the concepts it's like oh sure. you're right like yeah just be loving be peaceful be kind right. be generous be supportive and then everything will be great you'll harmony that was the main thing that kept coming back to me during that trip was harmony if a note's not harmonizing it needs to either change or it's messed up but it it was a harsh lesson because i was thinking what do you do about the people who are violent or evil and the lesson was like you exclude them you completely no they're gone they're gone from the court they wow. don't fit in the court and yeah. it's like oh man i don't want to do that that's yeah. harsh that's mean <laughs> mushrooms why you're supposed to be peace and love that's a lot to deal with i don't want to do that that's how i feel like that's how a lot of religions kind of yeah start off you know like they're, <laughs> they're early days of some religions it, it's like that like we're building these strict set of rules and oh then you know God. like along the way like things kind of like mellow yeah. out a little bit more you know like uh even even like buddhist philosophy like if you're you know like you're really getting into it and you're like studying to be like a monk and everything like oh you have to ex exclude everyone else from your life and be you know and then it's like later on, like, yeah, you can kind of hang out with some people. You know? <laughs> One thing that struck me when I was thinking about this podcast and thinking about like listening to your previous episodes and such regarding the nature of belief and the nature of interest in things like this is that I think it, it really did strike a tone when you started this because I think a lot of artists seek out or are drawn to topics like this because mm -hmm. they're undefined. Mm-hmm because they're they're open they're open to you setting your own definition of what your experience is what it means to you no oh, i completely agree with that yeah, yeah. you, you kind of come up with your own parameters you define your own yeah. things yeah you make up your own world you're creating yeah 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 no, i agree i agree i'm glad you see it that way too try to try yeah. to stay open you know and not veer too far in either direction because mm -hmm. i you know i got a day job yeah yeah same <laughs> you can't me. be sitting here doing a seance at 10 in the morning I got yeah, work it's to true. Do, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end we're going to take a listen to the song ego death on the project don't sleep <laughs> 